Welcome to the Women on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Sam Saperstein. This week's episode is a mentor moment where we pull a question from our community. And today's question is this, I'm a new people manager and want to ensure I'm building a strong culture and highly effective team. What advice do you have for managing and growing a team? So here's what I would say if you're a new people manager. This is the time for you to step back from what you were doing before and really think differently about the new role that you're now in. You have to change what you're doing. And like the old saying goes, what got you here won't necessarily get you there. Here's what I mean by that. As an individual contributor, you were probably focused on your own goals. Maybe that was a sales goal. Maybe that was something around thought leadership or contributing to a broader team. But now you actually have to have different skills and flex different muscles because people are your greatest asset. And it's now your responsibility, which presents a very different level of focus than being an individual contributor. You have to think now about a lot more than just you and your time and what's on your plate. So as you head into this new role, I would ask you to consider three things. Number one, who is on your team and how can you get to know your team very well? You know, as a new manager, take the time to meet people individually and understand what motivates them, what are they good at, and what are their goals? And this is really important, especially if some of the folks now on your team were your peers before you got into this role, or maybe one of them even applied for this role and you got the role instead. So think about how you get to know your people in a deeper way. When I have a new team or step into a new role, I really try to learn about my individual team members' objectives. And that's both what their objectives are for them and their work, but also for them personally. I also really spend time understanding the diversity of thought and the diversity of people's backgrounds on the team. Think about putting your team together with different kinds of abilities, different kinds of work experiences, and with different perspectives. And I will say this when it comes to people. If there are people that you believe won't work out on your team or don't have the right skill set, you need to think about moving them out sooner rather than later. I like to tell people that in six months time, you basically inherit any problems or issues, whether that's people or something that was going on in your team. It is much harder to deal with things down the road. So think about making sure your team is set up for success as early as possible. Now think about how people should work with you and how they should work together. When I started out my career in consulting, every time we sat down to do a new project and we had a new team, we actually took the time to think about and talk about our preferences. How did we like to work with each other? How did we like to absorb information? How did we like to brainstorm? This really helped everything get on the table early on. It helped us set the tone for the team and it made sure people had the space to actually convey to their colleagues what would work for them. So think about how you get to know people and how you basically understand how they like to work. And then also I would say, think about surrounding yourself with excellence. As a new manager, this is a time to get leverage from other people. It's not the time to show how smart you are. By definition, you will not be able to do everything and you need people on your team to get the work done. So hire the best people who can get that work done for you. And don't make this about whether you are hiring people and showing that you are smarter than everybody else. Okay, so that's thinking about your team, who's on your team, and how you can get to know your team well. The second thing I would say is that you need to think about creating a positive environment. Are you caring about their goals? 
Are you creating an environment that feels very inclusive? You know, we've seen from the research lately that there's several factors that really play into a great kind of environment. And one of those things is kindness. Another one is showing thankfulness for your team and the things that you're contributing. Say thank you for a job well done. You know, that doesn't cost you anything at all, but it really shows the team that you value their hard work and that you understand what goes into everything. And I would also think about how you can show support for people right now at this moment in time. We're dealing with so many dislocations in society right now. So be there for your people, whether that's for their mental health or just any other needs that they have. So that's around creating a positive environment. And then the third thing I would say to think about is to think about how you can develop the people on your team. And that starts with feedback. Remember that the goal is to help your team members be better and help them advance in their career. So think about the way that you're comfortable giving feedback to others. Maybe it's something that you want to reflect on and give feedback to someone after something happens. Maybe it's right in the moment, but think about ways that you can give feedback often to people, which will make it easier for you to give and easier for them to hear it over time. When I was going through an early stage in my career, one of my favorite managers gave feedback religiously. He would write his areas of feedback down on a note card, and he would keep these note cards for his whole team in one of those small note card boxes. And every time I would come into his office, he would take out my note card and share his notes with me. And in the beginning, I would be very nervous for him to pull out that note card. I didn't know what he was going to tell me. But over time, I realized that he was just trying to help me grow. And I became actually more intrigued by what he was going to say every time I would come in the office. It was actually more exciting than anything else to hear what he would tell me. So think about the ways that giving feedback might work for you. And of course, end feedback sessions by asking your team members to give feedback on you. So to wrap this up, think about these three steps. How do you want to get to know people, including their strengths and their motivations? How can you create a positive environment for everyone? And how will you grow your team through feedback? Managing people is a huge responsibility, but it is incredibly rewarding, especially when you all succeed. The mission of Women on the Move is to help women in their professional and personal lives. Our goal is to introduce you to people with great ideas, inspiring stories, and a passion to make a difference. To learn more about Women on the Move and listen to the full library of this podcast, please visit jpmorganchase.com slash W-O-T-M. For JPMorgan Chase's Women on the Move, I'm Sam Saperstein. JPMorgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC.